Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. W-J-B-R Internet Radio for the Inquisitive Mind and the Sophisticated Ear. a lot when you miss one day. At least that's what I heard somebody say. But it doesn't really matter what whoever says. It's always a good show with your bonnet and Therese. Yeah. Brunch in the basement with your bonnet and Therese. Yeah. Who we got today or what we doing today or whatever it is, it's going to be good. I love you all so much. We can see you now. I know. And thank God. Yeah. That's generally the response we get from everybody, but we keep it clean. What's up, everybody? What's good? Hey, Papi Chulo. Just a reminder, you are watching and listening to Brunch in the Basement with Javon and Therese on WJBR Internet Radio. The best brunch on Saturday. I'm sorry, y'all caught me in the middle of eating brunch, quite frankly. Mm, but I wanted to note this, and Pop, you're absolutely right. This broadcast is licensed via Live 365 and covers listeners in the USA through Sound Exchange, ASCAP, BMI, and CSAC. In Canada, through SOCAN and ReSound, and the UK through PPL and PRS for music. So what does all of that mean? It means that if you are an artist and your music is played on the show and you are affiliated with any of those uh, agencies, organizations, whatever you want to call them, you will get your royalties. The views, information, or opinions expressed during Brunch in the Basement series are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of WJBR Internet Radio. Thank you so much for this, Pop, because we are all full of opinions. Just, you know, yeah. And that's good. Everybody has an opinion, and this is the place to get it out there. 
Ah, where are the basement dwellers and chatterboxes for brunch in the basement with Javon and Therese today? Um, just so that you know, there's a couple of ways that you can watch, listen, or whatever. You can go to Blog Talk Radio, um, where this is broadcasting live. We have people that listen. And you can also call in. I'll put up the number where you can call in. It's 347-996-5394. And if you're holding on the line, you know, if you have something to say, call in. How you doing, Pop? Uh, let me get the phone lines up so I can see them. And then, uh, yeah, call in. Therese should be here shortly. I'm so excited. Seems like the country is moving in an interesting direction at this point. And, uh, you know, just things are moving. Things are moving. Uh, Gas prices are extraordinarily high right now. Food prices are up. Uh... But guess what else is up? We we we're still here. We are still here. You're still here. So you make the best out of every single moment you got. Don't mean you have to be a superman or a superwoman. But um you know, make it do what it do. I guess I ain't got no reason to play around I found a superwoman that could leap from the truck in a single bound Mommy, I'm trying to bring you down So without shades on, can't say it when I bring you round She put her lips on the rock and pull it to work her tongue And make me faster than a speeding bullet Her love's stronger than a locomotive But only for the F-A-B-O-L-O-U-S Change to me, ma I will revisit that a little bit later. I, I just I want to play that jam so bad. I just feel that you know, you ain't gotta be a superwoman, just make it do what it do. True. Do what it do. How you doing, Resi Boo? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Happy Saturday. Happy Saturday to you too. I'm you know, I waited. I've been waiting for this day with you. Oh Jesus! Here she go. Why must you antagonize me every week? What is what in the shenanigans? Res- oh, okay, I, I have nothing to say. I have nothing to say. Well, hey. I have nothing to say. Hello, Chulo. Happy Puerto Rican Day. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Let me just say thank you, Pop, for this. Thank you, Pop, for that. You know what? We are getting our roses while we are here to take them in. Thank you so very much. And if you, you, talking to you, you, if you have somebody in your life, who you would bring flowers to their funeral, to their home going, to their memorial, you give them flowers while they're here. Oh, okay. That's what I'm trying to say about that. 
Well, young and energetic, I will take that. I will take that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Ow. She said, ow. Damn. <laughs> What's up, LaVon? How you doing? Wow. The average gas price hits. Yep, yep, yep. So now check it out. So what is interesting about this is, look, people are going to be investing in those electric cars shortly. Plug and go. And then, they, and then they're going to say something about the grid and they're going to start charging us more per ohm. I think mm. it would be best. Uh, <laughs> they do that again? I don't even know if I can. <laughs> How you doing, Devon? What's up? Yo, if you do not know Devon, let me... Hey, Mo. You can say hi to her, because I want to. I want to do something real quick anyway. I just wanna. I want to play something right quick, so you can. You can say hi to the wife. This is Devon who's saying hi. Good morning. Devon Williams, or like I like to call her, Devon Day Williams. Now, if you don't know who Devon Williams is, she is the baby cousin of Anaya Day. Mm-hmm. Aha, so that explains the music. Yes, and, and look, that whole family. I, Devon, I still have not got, I keep telling Anaya, I, I was going to say Jif, Anaya Day that I have not yet received my invitation to the family barbecue. I have to get there. Now, this is barbecue season, so I know y'all getting together, singing and harmonizing and all of this. I need to be at at the barbecue. I think I'm in a perpetual state of shoulder twitching because all I hear now is music. 
Oh my God! You know, but but you know, I even I even spoke to Devon's mom, Miss Cheryl. I said I said I need to come to the barbecue, and she said, Oh, you family? I said, Yeah. She said, Okay, you come to the barbecue. It's Devon and and Anaya that got to get me there. So I, I, I'm, I, <laughs> slip, slip the directions. You know, I'm I'm trying to slither my way in, but they just. <laughs> It's probably so much love and so much music they wouldn't hear you come well, in. You know what I'm saying? I just, need, I just need the address. You know what I'm saying? I you just, just need the location. But I, I told her brother, who's a rapper, could just save a burger for me because he seemed like a big dude. That's all I'm saying. I'm like, <laughs> like they all got musical talent. They all of them. All so of you got to come through holding a plate already singing. Yeah, you know, but no, no, I'm not gonna sing. I'm I'm gonna hum low. Yeah, <laughs> or whistle. And whistle. Whistle, right? <laughs> Man, can I tell you? Talk about like my. You hear my voice, right? Yeah, yeah. So, yesterday, Friday, we are featuring karaoke night oh, at True Lounge, right? That's what's up. That's, that's what's every up. Friday at True Lounge. We yes. do the karaoke, and yours truly was attempting to sing foreground to background uh, on on every area that I should not have been. But, you know, there's a serious disservice that professional singers do to us karaoke all-stars. Okay, karaoke all-stars. But then, after a few cocktails... Doesn't even matter. We all sound the same to me. <laughs> <sighs> but I say you slip in the back door with a plate and a hum. Hey, are those apple jacks? Fruit loops? They are kind oats. Kind oats. Like a healthier cereal, less sugar. Ah. And I put some almonds in there. Ah. Oh, yes, Pop. I know you know, and I expect to see your face in the place. On Fridays, of course, you know we're featuring the karaoke. That and is that's so down. exciting. And it's downstairs on the lower level, which is hilarious. Because it, I just realized how much fun uh, karaoke actually is. I prefer not to be in those box rooms that they have, but um, we had a blast with the first one. I just want to thank everybody for coming out. And next Saturday, we are super excited because we are featuring our first in-house spades tournament on the lower level as well. Cool. So we are um, getting a great response from that. And hopefully, you know, it'll be a great, great time. And that's at 82-88 Orchard Street, Newark, New Jersey. It's right next door to Newark Symphony Hall, downstairs. Okay? And there's also this happening. Yes. Now, that's on the wow, Jack. Wonderful. See what happens when you actually send me a flyer? (laughs) I'm just saying. 
stuff happens. So, and you know, it's funny because I'm I'm not the sole uh, flyer maker. It's important that you know they be as polished and and professionally done. So that's not always done by me. <laughs> In fact, most of them aren't done by me. But yes, yes, Pride of the Newark, June. 26, we're having a tea dance, and it is free to the public um, until we are at capacity um, and the lower level at True Lounge from 4 to 10 p.m. So come get your Newark Pride on. It happens to be the same day of New York Pride, incidentally, and if you do not want to go through the tunnel, please come on down and have some tea, spot of tea. Not literally, you know. It's just a meet and greet and um, a feel good and just a celebration of life. 26th Sunday. Hosted by Monifa and Deborah Glenn. Shout out to Mo and Deb, Deb. Yes. Yes, yes. Two lovely ladies. Two lovely ladies. Yes. Oh, hell yes, I'm attending too. I love how serious folks get about spades. You know something? I don't know. I just think that's in the the Black Folk Handbook. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You have to you have to at least know how to play. Do you play, Javon? I know how to play. I mean, I just I used to play as a kid. I grew up playing spades. Have not played in umpteen years, but I think it's like riding a bike, probably. Exactly. You know, I remember. I used to love playing spades so much that, and you know what? Interestingly enough, I um, I I sit I sit in this basement. Everybody knows that, right? Because I like to play by myself. I was gonna say play with myself, but you know, that just doesn't come out right. When I was a kid, I used to, I would be in my room. And my friends, in my room. exactly. And my friends would come to say, ask my mom, could I come out to play? And my mother said, Javon, come on out. You know, Victoria, Marcia, Darlene, they're all outside playing. They want you to come out. No, thank you, please. <laughs> Are you serious? Yep. No, thank you, please. And I would have a deck of cards, and I would, I would um, shuffle send out four um, hands and play space by myself against myself. And it was important to me that I was um, loyal and true to the hand that I was, that I was playing and I would keep score us versus them. Wow. I would play the whole Hmm. damn to 500. Wow. Wow. No cheating, no reneging. <laughs> That's I've I've always been people people mm. really think like I'm this extrovert. Mm-hmm. But I do things like this to in order to socialize, in order to be out there. You know what I mean? Like to to have connections because we all need it. We all need it. We all need human I, connection. It's, it's impossible to not have it, you know, right. um and be okay. Right, right. So I need human connection um, outside of just going to work, you know, go to work. I, I love most of the people that I work with. <laughs> <laughs> 
and I absolutely love the cause for which I work. However, one day, hopefully one day sooner rather than later, that will all be gone. So I need you all. I need you all. Ten percent. Wait, wait, hold on. Wait a minute. This is hilarious. I'm thoroughly convinced. That at least ten percent of the U.S. prison population is composed of people who committed crimes against following space games. Not arguing. Wow, 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 wow. You know, you could be right, but there's nothing like a good old space argument. There isn't. I mean, you know, there just isn't because some of the clever things that are said is just hilarious to me. National corn on the cop day. Oh, the first day of summer is oh June 11th. I didn't know that that was the official day. Marks the calendar to celebrate National Corn on the Cop Day. Fresh corn on the cop is a summertime treat from all corners of the United States. Yes, it is. It is one of my favorite vegetables that does not digest in your system. At all. Doesn't. Worst thing for you internally. Yep, had some last night. Delicious. Also, National German Chocolate Cake Day, June 11th. So on June mm. 11th, National German Chocolate Cake Day celebrates a cake with American roots. It also happens to be one of the top 10 favorite cakes in America. Oh. <laughs> but um. this one, Pop Loves. Yeah. National Making Life Beautiful Day, June 11th. National Making Life Beautiful Day on June 11 dedicates a celebration to those who make life beautiful. Whether you're creating beauty by building relationships or helping others achieve personal success, your actions create a ripple effect, making life beautiful, not just for yourself, but for those around you, too. I like that. That's awesome. That's awesome. We need to make a calendar of what day it is. Yeah. My mom is on. Can we talk to? Can we bring my mom on the line? Can we? Of course we can. Let's do that. Hi, mom. Hi, Javon. How you doing? I'm good. Say hi to Therese. Hi, Therese. Hi, Miss Dolores. How are you? I'm fed middling. But wait, 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 wait. Mom? Yes? When you said hi to me, you said, hi, Javon. How you doing? But when you said <laughs> hi to Therese, you were like, hi, Therese? You know what? She didn't sound like that. What? what, what she happened? doesn't speak to me all the time. What? I really don't. <laughs> Pop says, hey, Mommy Armstrong. Hey, Pop. How you doing? I'm sure Pop is good. Today is the Puerto Rican Day Parade weekend. Where Pop? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's good. <laughs> Why, he's Puerto Rican? Well, let's just say he's got a little Puerto Rican in him. <laughs> okay. So I hope he enjoys it. Yeah, I'm sure he Every will. Every year. Every year. Mom, you got a delivery coming to you to. Tomorrow, actually. It's a body pillow. Oh. Oh. That's nice. Because I hear that someone is still sleeping on the very edge of the bed. 
I try not to. Uh huh. So this pillow is to be placed on the side of the bed, and you can hug on that pillow, and you can throw your leg over it, and that will prayerfully prevent any incidents. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Thank I'm glad you. I'm glad you remember to to chime in today. That that makes me very very excited. Yeah, and I'm up early because usually I'm still sleeping. I know, I know. I love you, mom. I love you too, daughter. Okay, I thought you were gonna say I love you too, Therese. Okay, (laughs) I'll talk to you later, mom. Okay, you have a good day. All right, thank you. You too. Okay. Keep listening, Mom. Yo, she was like, I'm the rest. No, see, see, every time you say it, you get bigger and bigger. I'm like, what is it? Good to hear from her. She sounds good. You can't good. even see the eyes, and she's she's all excited about you. What, what is going on? can't even see the eyes. So no. funny. My body is on autopilot, which is wonderful. Mm-hmm. So, Javon. Oh, God. I, try, I tried to distract you. <laughs> I, but every time I hear or, or or have anything political to say, I literally hold it. I was <clears throat> I was at the lounge writing down my questions, but I can't find the paper that I wrote it on. But what did you think of the um, the findings hmm. about the insurrection? What what makes you think I watched it? Oh, I know you watched it. <laughs> I know you. I didn't have to remind you. I know you watched it. I had to be reminded. And then I went back and forth because I didn't know what to expect. And then I said to myself, you know, it's almost like, a, do you want to be re-traumatized or do you really want to hear what they have the audacity to present? Now, first, I want to say that I liked the way they presented it. That was different. It even had a creative edge to it. Mm. I completely adored the chairman. Adored him. I loved his slow and deliberate speaking. Mm -hmm. Um, He did not legalize it. He made it very simple for the, the former president's constituents to understand. Let's just say that. And he, and they followed it up in such a way that it felt almost like a movie that we were watching, a documentary mm-hmm, mm-hmm, style mm-hmm. of reporting. So it, it, it intrigued me because I said, okay, wow, here's what happened. Here's what we think about it. Here's the supporting evidence. And, you know, and, and this is the fact. And then to enclose, and I didn't know that, and I should have assumed, you know, but I missed the piece. I didn't know that they document along the way meetings and everything like that. And they're talking frankly in these meetings, you know, like I didn't know that these were video meetings where they're just actually, you know, and then, you know, I just don't know. I just, I just want to think that, um, okay. What did you think about it? You just want to think that what? I just want to think, you know, my brain runs between, is this real and is this scandal eyes, you know, because some of those conversations were like, so at home in your kitchen, mm-hmm. 
And it's hard for me to fathom that they would be having these business conversations, you know, in that style, you know, in that manner. You know, it was real relaxing. You know, they're cursing and carrying on in, in you know, and not to say that cussing, I mean, cussing is our natural pastime, but it's just interesting that, you know, this, this, where you would think that if they were serious anywhere, it would be at the table. And, you know, that's just some of the language used. I was, I was a little like, wow, okay. It almost felt too story-ish, you know, like, I don't know, but what did you think about it? Hey, Victor. Good morning, Victor. So, um, in regards to your last comment, I think that, so most of what we saw were in terms of the, the, the conversations at the tables, like the questions and answers, those were interviews, interviews that took hours. And so um, I think a part of the interviewing technique, at least because I've done some investigations um, for many, 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 many years, um, you're the person that you're interviewing to be to feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. And what does that look like for arrogant, sniveling mm. people who think that they're Teflon, like they're they're untouchable, mm. unbreakable? What does that look like? Quite frankly, I felt like they were whining. You know, like after a while, you get so comfortable. Um, what's his name, Jared? I was busy rounding up as many um what what is he what's what's the term? Oh, I was I was rounding up as many pardons as I possibly could, so I just thought that he was whining. You know? That's an arrogance, a sniveling twit kind of laid back. I just thought he was you know yeah. Bill Barr. After a while. Because these people feel like they're untouchable. Ivanka looks soulless. Soulless. And to me, that's just my opinion. I think it's years and years of sexual harassment from her father, but that's just my personal opinion. Alleged. Allegedly. I mean, she just looks that empty, you know? Mm. But... Of course, I prepared a little for those who were not able to see it. I think that the way they started was very important. And let me just say, um, you you also mentioned for his people to, they laid it out really simple for his people. Fox News did not air this, although they had co-starring roles in in it. You know, they um, have to. They want to see the, the reflection of themselves. Right. They have co-starring because some of them, their personal tweets. But 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 the other thing is, you know, in real life, um, president is taking advice from journalists, <laughs> and they should not be telling the president what to do next. But that was clear throughout the presidency because he was, you know, reiterating what they said. So whatever. But anyway, 
Um, their tweets is evidence. This, more of this is going to be Monday. I think they're going to do it during the day, but then they'll replay it on certain stations. Fox News will not play it. This is not necessarily something that's supposed to or is going to change the minds of people who believe in the orange guy. This is hopefully going to motivate everybody else to go and and do something about it, to go, whether it be the DOJ, which hopefully this is going to um, have people apply pressure on the DOJ um, to, to, to act. Otherwise, the DOJ is saying if you're wealthy, powerful, and white, you're above the law, period, the end. That's my personal opinion. Um, yes, allegedly. Um, but the, the first thing, I, I love the way they did it. I love that it's cinematic, like you said, to keep people's interest, because if it was just right. long, boring, the whole interview, but they're taking... You know, and, and I don't think, like, sometimes, like, you can edit out things so that it makes it seem like people are saying what you want them to say. Mm-hmm. But this editing is not that. You can tell because the question is answered. So you can't say, oh, no, that's not what I said about that. No, they asked the question and the question is answered. So it's, you know. That's the caveat in that when you uh, are are. are Shout out to whoever did the uh, editing for it right. to take out the questions that they want um, around the narrative because that's important to do. You know, you don't have some random um, situations. I actually, I have to say, enjoyed it. But, you know, I have I to say, I didn't, ex- I didn't expect anything but that. I mean, I don't know who, and the the angry part of me says, I don't know who needed this to be convinced that this guy you know, was trying to set the entire country up. You know, um, when you have someone that has been lying for four years in your face every day, uh, manipulating the American people, what are the, you know, narcissists, he's so many things, but narcissist comes to mind immediately. Oh, absolutely. This, this seems to be the season for narcissists, um, and I really, really believe him, like other people, also need to go get some medicine, get some help, get some long-term therapy. Because when people just lie off their, off the tip of their tongues like it's nothing, look you yeah. dead in your face. Oh, absolutely. Stand at a podium. Yeah, yeah. And That's, lie. Yeah. He could, he, he, once, and once he tells a lie, he believes it. He really no, believes it. No, he clearly believed it with, with, with no, like, it, until you start to break it down. And then when you start to break it down, right, when you start to really zero in on his lie, then he becomes the victim. Oh, look what's happening. Oh, do you see what they're doing to me? It's classic. Yep. It's classic. When no one is doing anything, you are spinning this. You, the proud boys. So, it so is so crazy to this me. This is the thing. This, this is the thing. Um, I think it was Mark Twain who said, it is much easier to con a man 
than to convince a man that he has been conned. That holds so true for people who are on the MAGA team. It is much easier to con a man man. than to convince a man that he has been conned. Mm, These people believe anything that comes out of this man's mouth. He is the man. If I got to give him credit for anything, he has pulled off the biggest freaking con ever. Mm. Even almost as big as, as Hitler. He was another con man. Well, he said it back in the 80s, 90s. Remember, he said that he could run for president. I'm paraphrasing. Mm-hmm. He could run for president. But he could do it as a Republican. Yeah. And so because people are too smart. Yeah. Yeah. Now, and, and what must this say about the people? And, and, and there's, a, there's another saying, and I forget where this comes from exactly, but it, it talks about um, uh, if someone believes something uh, if someone believes something without getting both sides of the story you are a hater to begin with mm. how about you that know? yeah they wanted that you they wanted to believe something negative about you absolutely so absolutely. what they did what they did was really brilliant the first thing they did mm-hmm. was they showed proof that Trump knew that mm-hmm. he had lost. Right. They they showed the proof. Right. So I want to just show a little bit of that for those people who didn't watch. Um, just a, a little piece of some of it so that, you know, people can know. And and a lot of this you can find on YouTube. They're been, they've been re-airing it. If you watch Fox News, which is your prerogative just change the channel and watch what other people are saying about this for a moment all right watch if you watch fox news fine continue however feel free to change the channel so that you can see what was said and judge for yourself here here this is and good morning monifa Donald Trump lost the presidential election in 2020. The American people voted him out of office. It was not because of a rigged system. It was not because of voter fraud. Don't believe me? Hear what his former attorney general had to say about it. I warn those who watching that this contains strong language. No, just what I've, I've been through. I've had, I had three discussions with the president that I can recall. One was on November 23rd, one was on December 1st, and one was on December 14th. And I've been through sort of the give and take of those discussions. And in that context, I made it clear I did not agree with the idea of saying the election was stolen and putting out this stuff, which I told the president was bullshit. And... Uh, you know, I didn't want to be a part of it, and that's one of the reasons that went into me deciding to leave when I did. I observed, uh, I think it was on December 1st, that, you know, how can we, you can't live in a world where, where the incumbent administration stays in power based on its view, unsupported by specific evidence, that the election, that there was fraud in the election. 
Bill Barr on election day 2020. He was the Attorney General of the United States, the top law enforcement official in the country, telling the President exactly what he thought about claims of a stolen election. Donald Trump had his days in court to challenge the results. He was within his rights to seek those judgments. In the United States, law-abiding citizens have those tools for pursuing justice. He lost in the courts, just as he did at the ballot box. And in this country, that's the end of the line. Did it affect your perspective about the election when Attorney General Barr made that statement? It affected my perspective. Um, I respect Attorney General Barr. Um, so I accepted what he said, was saying. You're muted. He lost in the courts just as he lost in the ballot box. I like his cadence. I like I like his wraparound. Yeah. Very feels like I'm talking to my uncle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> very matter of fact. Mm-hmm. Very you know, it, it it is what it is. And yet he continued. Um he he just continued. Just a reminder that the views, information, or opinions expressed during brunch in the basement series are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of WJBR Internet Radio. The video that I just showed is um, courtesy of CBS News. So they included some never-before-seen material, including bird's-eye view footage from security cameras that showed the enormous pro-Trump mob as it started swarming the Capitol grounds. What I found most interesting about that footage, one of the things, because there was a lot of things that was interesting about it, but the whole thing with the Proud Boys, going to the Capitol and not going to the rally, they went directly to the Capitol with... As they were instructed. Right, as they were instructed with military gear they left their guns in the in the hotels they left their their you know their weapons of of you know like guns and things like that because there's a a serious um no carry law i think in dc so but they were heavily prepared they had other makeshift weapons and stopped to take a photo op along the way right so here they go, about 300 deep, marching to the Capitol to, with the purpose of overthrowing the election, right? They wanted to stop. Now, here's the thing. Even those of us who follow these uh, elections and stuff like that, at least I never knew the significance of January 6th. That day never meant anything to me. Like, I know, you know, election day, and then I know that there's some time that the Congress does. But after the election is over, it's called, it's done, as far as I'm concerned. But then there's this little stupid procedure that they have to go through, sort of like a religion, you know? Like the Pope comes and blesses it. But what it is is that the vice president says, you know, 
each state has to stand up officially and say what who won. Right. Um, Proud Boys going earlier was to start the process to breach the Capitol so that they could stop this. And it's supposed to happen within this 24-hour period. Who knew? Who knew? How did these intelligent Proud Boys know that this was the day and that this was going to happen? Did you say how how did the intelligent Proud Boys know that this yes. was the day? Well, you know, he had actually been saying it. And, he go, and, and even 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 alluding to the entire situation, it was like all he's got to do. Talking about Mike Pence, all he's got to do, the modulation of the voice is, you know, oh, and they're telling him to stand down, and then the the gentleman tweets, um, standing down, sir. Mm-hmm. You know, like this is this this dog and pony show that right. you can only do with people with small minds. You so, know. So this is the thing. Trump then sent reinforcements, which was the crowd, mm-hmm. to the Capitol to back up the Proud Boys. He told everybody at the end of his thing when he knew this was timed. This, this was a coup. This was an attempted coup. Mm-hmm. You send your first team out. And, and you know, um, LaVon, you can help me with this. In, in a military operation, you send the first troops out, and then you send back up right the first troop in formation then there was another team in formation in the crowd within the crowd right the purpose of this whole hang mike pence thing because mike pence said he would not go that far he did everything that trump said but he would not go as far as to overturn the election because he knew he, he didn't have the right to do that that was that was just stupid it, no it's over it's done right his his thinking was with all of these people coming after pence he would have to be swarmed away from the capitol the person would then have the duty to call the election and that person was down with the trump scheme so if Trump, if, if Pence would have left, then the next person would have overturned the election in the way that Trump wanted it to be done. That's the slippery slimery. And more will be revealed. I mean, I don't know everything because I haven't seen everything. And there's a lot more behind the scenes than we know. Hmm. Than I know. I, I, I just think that the way they are sharing and telling the story, it's like, you know, there's an expression that goes in the land of the blind, the one-eyed man is king. And there are a lot of people that need a fearless leader or need to be saved, but most of the time it's from themselves. So they have really worshipped this guy and have made themselves self-appointed militia to really do this. And he was talking to them in subliminals the entire time, the entire time. Yeah. But that whole, like, all Mike Pence has to do, Mike Pence can do this, and if he doesn't, I'm going, oh. You know, just the way, the tone, the cadence. And I'm like, wow. And, you know, I got to a point where during his term with us, I didn't even want to listen to the clown anymore because anybody that has spent any time anywhere doing life, 
I'm not talking about one trick ponies that only worked for the the whatever all their lives, you know. I'm talking about folks that generally have had a broad scope of things they've done. He's talking to folks that seem to want to, I don't even get it. I just don't get it. And then they stop for photo ops along the way. So it's almost like, this is too good to be true. Like, I may not know who all the Proud Boys were that stormed the Capitol, but wait, here's a photo of them all together on the way. Like, who does this? You know? Like, here's a photo with them all. Like, if I was someone investigating, you gave me everything I need. Like, I don't even have to, I don't have to work. I don't have to work. Because you goes, give me everything I this need. This goes to show just how comfortable they were in their thing, that they thought they were above the law. Like, none of this, they could do whatever they wanted. And who's going right. to stop them? If, if the president is in cahoots, they were very proud of what they were doing. What gets me is one one guy they interviewed who was arrested, and they as they were asking people, you know, what made you go to the Capitol? And people were like, oh, because he called us. Oh, because the president said, right? Um, one guy said, after all he did for us, the least we could do was go to the – I wanted to know exactly what did he do for them. Exactly. I'd love to break that down. Like, what did he do for you? It reminds me of linking karma, you know. When when for when you've done some dirty stuff, most of your th- most of your whatever, right? You known for shaking down folks and doing all this kind of craziness in your restaurants and you know and and um and I agree with you, Lisa. When you know, like just being a con man, right? Mm-hmm. Um, shaking down um legitimate people, um, uh, occupying office space that was intended to promote folks and, and, and um, make sure people are okay and you abuse your authority that way. What ends up happening is you connect with other people that are dirty as well. And you got two sets of karma connected, spinning. And when it gets swiped, it all gets swiped. So that means you're connecting with folks that do dirt, and it's just going to be a dirty situation because you're dirty. And But when it all comes tumbling down, those indictments, those terms, those sentences are crazy. Pick and choose carefully what yeah. you do. Yeah, I'm really hoping that <clears throat> because I've already, I've already started sending um, messages to the DOJ. Okay. Is that, that something that the people should be doing? I think, well, that's what I'm doing. I can't okay. speak for what other people are doing. No, was that something, is there like an open petition or something that we need to sign? I didn't, I, I didn't start any petition or anything like that. I just sent the message. Others are doing the same. Um, okay. If anybody's in the petition writing business and wants to send a petition, I'll gladly sign it. But, um, <clears throat> It, my my message was simply um, at the at the DOJ. If nothing is done, then you are making it clear that in this country, political white wealthy power figures are above the law in this country, especially if they're white. Period. The end. 
That's it. That's mm-hmm. my message. It also becomes a question on whether or not, and, you know, and I know this may be controversial, but I've thought about this, too. It's also a question whether or not Biden should re- re- run for re-election, too. Um, like, it, it, it's not, I don't, I don't know. It, it, what does this have I, to do with Biden? Well, I'm saying that because with all this stuff going around, it does not appear, and I'm not saying Biden per se. What I'm saying is that the it's not it's not on his talking points. It's just this should not be ha- we should not be traumatized to this degree for this this rhetoric. <laughs> like we should not this should not be going on. There should be constant. What background, Betty? Could you say that again a little louder? Yeah. Um. Who I should be kicking rocks? I, I'll translate. Yeah. It's time for a better Democratic candidate. Okay. I'm not. I, I, to, look, when I look at this thing, I, I'm oh. I'm thinking about them holding these people accountable. Once this happens, then on to Plan B for me. Because if they don't, if they do not hold these people accountable then it doesn't matter who's the president because it's all a bunch of bullshit and shenanigans and they're going to do they're all in it, it together and it's all cahoots and nothing's going to nothing's going to change let me ask you a question do you think like that's like something going on in your house and when you are um publicly speaking you don't mention it but it's not that it's not that he hasn't mentioned it it's that what he said from the very beginning is that how you doing Brandon? How you doing Brave? Um what he said was that he was gonna let the DOJ handle it. Right, and, no and, they can handle it. And the reason why this committee is in place is because he encouraged it. He asked that they put together the committee and he's stepping away from it. So not stepping that's, away that's my, entirely, that's my point, but I think the committee the committee is doing a good job. So this committee is representing him. No, no, no. That's not. Maybe I maybe I maybe I said it differently than I meant it. Um, what I mean is that even though you have a committee, I mean, first of all, I don't think anybody had any choice. You had to do something quickly. So I'm not going to say that he doesn't get. I wouldn't say that nobody had a choice. And the reason why the reason why I'm going to say that, Therese, is because when you look at what was going on in the past four years, nothing was done, any of the shenanigans. And there were shenanigans every single day. There, Absolutely. There were opportunities for many people to do many things. Even Barr, who said during this interview, oh, I knew it was bullshit. Why didn't you come out publicly? When you knew it was bullshit and you were the attorney general, it was his responsibility to uphold the law. And the law, he allowed all of the shenanigans to, to go. You, you understand what I'm saying? So, so people, people do have a choice. To, to not, there should have been a committee on, well, okay, so the Democrats, the Democrats tried to impeach him twice. But there were things that the Republicans had a choice to do 
and they chose to do nothing. Mm-hmm. You understand? And if if the Republicans take over during this midterm season, like if, if they win these elections and, and they have a majority, this committee is going away. Period. Because the Republicans did not want this committee to happen. And had it not been for a Democratic majority, we would not have a January 6th committee. I, I, so, okay. So what you're saying is, um, and what I, what I got from what you said, let me say this, is that the only reason why we got a committee is because we were Democrat heavy, right? All right. So you mean to tell me, you mean to tell me that it's almost funny that that oh, that whole situation was just going to occur and we were never going to address that as a country. Absolutely. And do you know what precedent that would have Absolutely. This is what I'm. So, so at the end of the day, at the end of the day, a con, a coup, whatever you want to call yes, it. Yes. Yes. And. Know, they're there's no trying. way. There's no way that they could have gotten away with not discussing that. I don't give a hoot, nanny. You can, there's no way they could have gotten Therese, away with not discussing Therese. that. With as much damage. What are you setting yourself up for? Therese. Another one. Yes. And another one. Yes. Another one. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And and okay. this is the thing. They are trying to do it still. They are still trying to. They're. they're I I can't. I don't know how to express the urgency or the, the, the seriousness of the situation that, that the Republicans are still with this. They didn't want Liz Cheney on this because she represents, she is representing the real, like, Republican Republicans, like the real ones. It's only her traditional and... Republicans. Right, traditional Republicans. Her and the, that other, that dude, Kissinger, I think his name is, Kissinger. Kin- mm-hmm. Kissinger, um, I can't put that. Is any related to the other? Not uh, Kissinger, no, she's not. But but those are the two Republicans. Two, two. All the rest of them voted down this committee. Hmm. They are refusing to testify. They are they they didn't want this community this committee. They are saying that this is just a a, a partisan. Um, spectacle, and they are just trying to be against Donald Trump and blah blah blah. This is what's going on, people. People, uh, yes. He has done so many things and already got away with them. Put enough Democrats to keep this thing going. This committee will go away. As a matter of fact, what they have threatened, and, and so will the law and order. What they have threatened is that. If when they when they win in their minds, this committee is going away, and they are going to impeach Biden, and they are going to arrest um, Pelosi, and they're going to do this to all the Democrats and that to the they these people are bold with their crap. They're already there's some some woman in I, I don't remember what where. I just saw it last night, and let me just say, my house is a fire right now. Um, everybody send out a prayer to Cheryl. 
What? What? She's not feeling well. There's, there's a there's an illness in my house. I almost broke my toe last night. I, I'm just starting to be able to to wiggle it right now as we speak. Um, this just what happened? What do you mean? Like what? This just this is shenanigans. I need. I asked you two years ago for some some sage. I still haven't gotten it. Oh wait a minute. Yeah. Oh, I need okay. some sage in this place. Oh, geez. There's a demon in my house. Okay, so anyway. Demons are running wild. You know what I'm saying? Not just showing so I need, Yeah, I need some sage. But um, anyway, yeah, they are threatening some, some serious stuff. This woman who won 3% of the Republican primary, so she lost terribly, Um. Against, I think it's Kemp, so it must be Georgia. Georgia. Yeah. So, so there were three people running for the Republican primary. Brian Kemp won. The this other guy came in second under Kemp, and she lost so terribly. She is now saying it was voter fraud and blah blah blah. She's doing the the Trump playbook. So we won't we won't be able to so so that's just it. Is it gonna be this is where where does this end? Like where where is this going? Well hopefully you know? it's going that enough people see these testimonies or, or the this committee work and say that we we can't afford as a country to have this kind of broadcast or this kind of investigation go away. We need to have it. We need to have it. It needs to be public. We need we need action. You know, we need enough um, Americans to to be upset and say, look, do something. Because if if the doers of something though, if they're corrupt too, like the whole system just needs well, to be revamped. This is, this is yes, that that's true. That, I agree with that. Down. Um. So this is where we are. So speaking of where we are, we are midway through. Hey, David Sosa. Hey, Elisa. What's, What's happening, bro? Um, There's another thing that, that actually I got wind of. I, I don't know if I sent it to you. Um, I did not think to download it for this show to show it. However, there is a man a Caucasian man who allegedly has made a copyright or or oh, took the oh. right for Juneteenth. For Juneteenth. Of course. Of course. Of course. <sighs> of course. That's what... Mm, mm. Of course. I'm going to say this right now. Okay. You know what? I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say what what I think. I'm going to say what somebody else posted in that regard. He said that there are no T-shirts celebrating. You don't see a lot of T-shirts celebrating the end of the Holocaust <laughs> or or Hiroshima. You know, like you don't see people franchising it to make money off of 
off of those things. Well, people make money off of it, but not in that kind of way, not on a T-shirt and a, and a mug. Don't buy them, black people. Um, David Sosa is saying that he also dropped it because fo- folks lost their minds. So um, I don't know about that, but I know that it's a day that needs to be celebrated. It's a day that we, as a people, need to celebrate. Um, I'm happy to say that my job, my workforce, has um, given us that day as a holiday. Um, So June 20th, I'm off. as as it should be a day of of um celebration with that in mind i'm so happy to bring back to our show Shaquanda Long <laughs> yeah oh. awesome divine hi how you doing i'm back yes, yes. welcome back Bigger and better than ever. How are yes. you, Shaquanda? I'm doing. I'm doing good. Doing good. Um, considering all things, you know. Um, I know you guys were speaking before I got on just about a lot of different things that's going on, heavy topics. As you guys can see above me, my UB flag. I am a graduate from the University of Buffalo, and we all know what the place up yes, there. Yes. And I was there. I was up there. Um, not when, you know, at the top, but they are my team, JFS NYC. I have a lot of um, people on my team who are UB graduates. So we were up there volunteering, working with Sean King and speaking with the family. So we'll continue to do that as much as we can. Wow. Wow. Um, what is that's... the situation with the, with the supermarkets? Why is there only one supermarket up there? What, <laughs> what in the shenanigans is going on? Right. So I know it seems very strange, especially coming from a place like New York, when we think of the Black community as it's just embedded all throughout, it's woven in throughout the city, right? There's particular neighborhoods, but so Buffalo is smaller than New York City. And so it actually puts a, even though the, even though the um, perpetrator wasn't from Buffalo, it puts a spotlight on how segregated Buffalo really is because you shouldn't be able to pinpoint which supermarket is going to have the, is the black one, you know, Mm-mm. but unfortunately mm-hmm. the way Buffalo set up, it has four main neighborhoods, North, South, East, and West. And the East side is the predominantly black side. Um, and so it, it's just, you know, really tight knit. And it's just that it's just like, if you were to think of old school Harlem, that was like kind of like the black kind of like neighborhood or Manhattan. It's the same thing with the East side. And so unfortunately it was the only top in that area. Now, what I want you to understand is that the territories in Buffalo is not as large as New York. So like the East side of Buffalo is probably smaller than, than Harlem. You know what I mean? So it's not like having one, supermarket in the, in the entire Harlem. It's a little bit different, but it's still a large territory, though. We're talking about hundreds of thousands of people in this one territory. It's not millions, but it's still a lot. And so it highlights the issues 
that need to, to change. And we are taking, by we, I mean the Black community in Buffalo and different organizations helping in Buffalo are taking that by the horns. And we're not letting, you know, the government kind of hush it away. We're using this as an opportunity to highlight it, spotlight it, and um, do what we need to do. So there are a number of things in the work to help with that, but it just is what it is. This, it, it sounds like um, the the roadmap to redlining. Absolutely, mm. absolutely. That's the first thing that popped in my mind as you as you were speaking. Wow, redlining. Absolutely. What's the air and energy up there right now? Yes, I'm so sorry, y'all. Know I was came on to talk about Juneteenth, but this this is important. Yes, absolutely. So. As you all can imagine, so like I, I just described, the Black community in Buffalo is very super tight. You know what I mean? It's it's small. So it's, think of like, you know, think of it like your Brooklyn or like your old school Harlem, where everybody knows everybody. So people were impacted in one way or another, the Black community especially. So when it happened... It shook the community really, really hard. It was devastating, as everyone can imagine. We all felt it throughout the nation. And the air right now, since it's happened right now, it is quiet, but the community is paying attention. And unfortunately, it's just at a space right now where people are prepared to take matters in their own hands if the government does not get it right. And so organizations like myself, um, and other, just a lot, I, I can't, I don't want to name them all because I don't want to forget. There's so many are working hard to make sure that that doesn't happen. But also after the sentencing, after the charges are already put in place, what is being done? So the community is actually, like Black people always do, um, gotten stronger, becoming more, more, even more. And now I think the next move is looking at ways, because Buffalo does have a Black mayor, um, Mayor Byron Brown, um, who's had very public speakings on this in private. <laughs> um, but the conversations now are leading around ownership. We want to take back our neighborhoods. Do we really want a tops in our neighborhoods? Do we do, you know, in the Black community, it's like, well, do we want a top? Now, maybe we want a co-op, um, you know, just different things. Um, and, and that's where the conversations are leading. But the vibe is just, it's very somber, but the community has gotten closer than ever. Yeah, as, as one would think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is there a Juneteenth mm-hmm. celebration planned in Buffalo? Mm. Oh, yes. Juneteenth in Buffalo was my inspiration for the Harlem Juneteenth. Juneteenth in Buffalo has been happening since the mid-60s. They shut the city down. Buffalo, if you haven't had a chance to visit, it's a very Afrocentric history there. A lot of people on the Underground Railroad, the original Underground Railroad pathways are in Buffalo, and a lot of people stopped in Buffalo on their way if they couldn't make it over to Canada. They stopped in a lot of places like Rochester and Buffalo and set up huge um, African and thriving African-American communities up there. So they will um, be having it. It's a little 
There's a lot of precaution around it, though. You know, that's a large gathering of black and brown folk. Um, but we, we, and I, I'm saying we, because there's a lot of June teams that have been in conversation about that same type of thing. So we're all making sure as a coalition that we're taking precautions. Um, but, you know, we're not going to let anybody take this day away from us. It's our day, and we're going to do it our way, and we're going to continue to celebrate and highlight the Black community. And so now let's move on to talk about what you're here to talk about. Yes. Thank you for that, though, Shaquanda. Thank, Thank you. Yes. No, of course. Of course. Thank you. <laughs> yes. We are here. I, I'm sorry, y'all. Y'all didn't get to see me. I brought my bell. I'm here to ring the bell <laughs> for... Uh, the second annual Juneteenth Freedom Fest NYC. We have a full five-day program for you guys. The first flyer you guys saw, the pink one, um, was our virtual content. There we go. The virtual celebration. We partnered with Blavity TV, which is one of the top leading uh, Black-owned platforms, streaming platforms for Black content. We have workshops. We have panels. Uh, this is not necessarily kid-friendly, but it is entertaining. <laughs> we'll be talking about a number of things. We have virtual performance happening starting next Tuesday, the 14th, going through uh, Thursday, and then Friday is the replay. And then last but certainly not least, we are summing everything up with our huge block festival. <laughs> it's turned into a block festival. We'll be on West 131st Street between 7th and 8th or between Adam Clayton Powell Jr. and Frederick Douglass Boulevard from 12 to 6. We have a ton of things out there. We'll have a, a bigger stage this year, and we're going to be featuring some amazing, dope local artists. So I'm excited about everything that we have going on. Partners, sponsors, free raffles, giveaways, the whole nine. We're going to come out, show out, and uh, just celebrate being free-ish and working towards true freedom. Free-ish. Yeah, mm. free-ish. Mm. So speaking of the the concert and the local artists, you are having one of our faves <laughs> who's going to be on the stage and who happens to be with us right now, Mr. Tito Sadir. What's up, what's up, what's up? How y'all doing? How y'all doing? How you doing? What's going on, ladies? I'm cool. I'm out here in the streets. I got I just got little man out of karate. Um oh. Let's so, say hi. You know, Let's say my... hi. Let me wait, wait, say hi. He's up here. Say, say hi. hi. <laughs> so cute. <laughs> yeah, just out here doing my thing, doing my dad thing or whatever. You know, about to go home and, and, and play cook in the kitchen and all that, you know, get myself together for next week. This Super duper dope Juneteenth celebration in Harlem. I'm so excited. I can't wait. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Awesome. So, so Tito, how did you get involved with this Harlem Juneteenth celebration? You know something. I actually went to the. I believe the first one was last year. Hey, Shaquanda, how are you? Hi, I went to the Sadia. first one last year. And um, a good friend of mine, Ulysses, my big bro, um, he was like, yo, you know, she's going to be doing this every year. You have to come out. So the something. I was like, you know, absolutely. It was, you know, for me, it was just a thing of, um, 
you know, being a parent now, being able to take my child out there and, and, and teach him what this is all about. You know, this this isn't just a day to come out and, and play and jump around in the pool of balls or whatever. This is really about something. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, um, you know, now that it's back, it's, it's crazy how the time has flown because it seems like it's only been a couple of months since the last one. And now here we are. Um, but yeah, you, you listen, was like, yo, man, you gotta, you gotta come back. I'm gonna I'm talk to my goddaughter Shaquanda and, you know, we gotta, we gotta get you more involved. I was like, all right, whatever, whatever you want me to do, man, I'm there. And, and here we are. That's yeah. beautiful. That's beautiful. Yeah. Awesome. Yep. Now you, you make pretty powerful music there. What, or can you say what piece you're going to uh, share? Um, well, I have a whole set set up. You know, I I don't just come with like one track. I I do like MSG type sets. <laughs> <laughs> so so there's that. But um, my buddy, uh, my brother, my brother, period, my brother in music, T Rex, Terrell, T Rex, Simon. Um, he and I have a song called Freedom that we're gonna be doing um together as, as actually part. It's my song, but we're gonna do it as part of his set. It's because of, of time and everything. But um. That song is so crazy because when I wrote it, I, anger, sadness, frustration, everything that was going on, I wrote it right after everything happened with George Floyd. And um, it was like, it was one of those songs where I was like, okay, I'm going to do this just as my own, I guess, personal protest piece. But I didn't expect for it to grow the legs that it did because it's like now... I go places and people recognize us from the, well, they already knew Rex because he's worked with some of everybody. But for me to like go do a show, I was at SOBs recently and people came up to me like, yo, I know you, I follow you on such and such. I, I know such and such song. It's, that is such a, a, a mind blow, if you will. You know, for somebody like me, I'm just a regular, I think I'm just a regular guy. You know what I'm saying? So for people Super to come stuff. up and be like, oh, I, I know freedom. I know Epic. I know this. It, it, it's, it's amazing. It's amazing. That's but a wonderful yeah, thing, Definitely man. doing freedom. That's it is. It really is. You're a superstar. You just don't realize it, but that's a oh. good thing. <laughs> Thank you. Because you, once you realize it, you got to watch your head. <laughs> yeah. But you know what it is? You know what it is for me? Uh, it's really a thing for me. Uh, I, I just pray, like, Lord, please get me to a place where my influence will allow me to reach back and bring other people up. You know what I mean? I, I really want to be in a position of, of service, if you will. So I, I want to be the person for other people that I wish somebody was for me when, mm. when I was really struggling and, 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 and trying to do things. Like Ulysses, oh my God, Ulysses is a godsend. He has done so much and, and, and put me in so many different places and, and areas and events and things to, to help me on the way. And that's what I want to be for other people. Because now that I'm like really immersed in the industry, it's like, um, it's, it's not, number one, it's not all that it's cracked up to be, so to speak. And it's not all of what I thought it was. But at the same time, it's still that thing that I want to do that I know will give me what I need to reach back and bring some other people up and help them live their dreams too. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes total sense, brother. Yeah, total sense. That's what it's and about. And that's what that's what true legacy is about. Absolutely, you know, it's not about tearing people down. It's about lifting and and bettering your community. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and it starts. It sounds like it's a healthy mindset too. You have to be healthy in your mindset to understand right. that. Right. You know, right. it keeps me going. It, it really keeps me going because it's like um. 
I always, um, I, I'm just one of these people. I feel like if I can't, if I can't, if I can't use something or if I can't do something, why would I sit on that instead of being a blessing to somebody else? Like if I know, if I'm not a photographer, well, I am a photographer, but let's say I'm not, let's say I wasn't. And somebody came to me, hey, I need pictures for such and such and blah, blah, blah. I got this, this big event coming up and it's paying X amount of dollars. Why would I sit on that and just be like, oh, nah, I don't know anybody. When I know I can name a handful of photographers right off the top of my head. Why would I not reach out and say, oh, Therese, I know she shoots. Oh, Javon, I know she shoots. I know Shaquanda shoots. Let me hit them up and see if they're available. I, I can't do it, but I know somebody who can. Let me yeah. put you in touch with some people. And I, I feel like people are so daggone selfish when it comes to this thing. Like, I, I, I don't know. I just don't, I can't wrap my head around that. Like, why would I not pass along the blessing? It's a blessing to be a blessing to somebody else. You know what I mean? It, it's, it's just weird to me. But yeah, that's, that's really what I'm all about. Aside from, you know, raising my kid and handling my own business and doing my own music and, and artistic endeavors and such, just really putting myself in a position to where I can bring some other people up along for the ride. You know what I mean? Awesome. And that's what's up, man. That's awesome. what's up. You take yeah. care of yourself, and taking care of yourself is sometimes taking care of others, you know? Absolutely. There's a certain thing Absolutely. that goes along with that, you know? Certain taking thing. care Absolutely. of yourself is not an easy feat. Yeah. It's, it's not. It's not. It's maintaining all of your systems simultaneously, you know? Mm-hmm. Not just yep. one system. You know, it's a whole yeah. lot of systems you're connected to to be yeah. on this planet, particularly a person of color. Yep. Absolutely. Because the other thing is, you know, you tell people, oh, yeah, I know Rez shoots. Rez goes to that gig. Rez finds finds out while she's at that gig that there's something else that you do that she doesn't do. She's like, oh. See what I mean? You know, I mean, each See? one reach one, each one teach one. And, and, you know, Shaquanda, with the event that you're doing, you're reaching so many people with so mm-hmm. many skills and bringing the community together. Yeah, it's, it's phenomenal. Yeah. This is this is phenomenal. Absolutely, I can't wait to see how it grows. And I, I can't wait to see this event get exactly. bigger and bigger and bigger every year. But but let's Thank not you. let's not sleep on the the Buffalo Harlem connection. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and the territories in between, like Rochester. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying, like. Just when you made that link, the first thing when when you said Rochester, the first thing that I thought of was Harriet Tubman and mm-hmm. you know and Underground Railroad, mm-hmm. everybody, mm-hmm. you know, going through Rochester, going up to right. Buffalo, going to Canada, mm-hmm. you know, um, this is a big thing. Mm-hmm. This is a big thing. So I want to say for everybody, everybody who's watching, if you know somebody who's in Harlem who might travel up to Harlem, anybody who, you know, who's heard of Harlem, um, <laughs> you know, check it out. Check it out. Absolutely. Check it Thank out. You. Be there Thank or you. be square. Absolutely. As I like to say, meet, meet us there or beat us there. Oh, how That's about that? right. I like that. <laughs> I'm going to take that. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, is there anything else that you two want to want to share, want to put out there? I just want to encourage everyone, if they're interested, the flyers did go up. Please follow me um, and my team at Juneteenth Freedom Fest NYC. 
We are on IG, Facebook, and YouTube. Our YouTube will be going live soon. Um, Please go ahead. If you plan on coming, please register on Eventbrite. It is free, but that helps us to manage the crowd and our expectations. Again, you can follow us at Juneteenth Freedom Fest NYC on all social media platforms. And don't forget to get your free tickets. Everyone who registers will be um, getting one free entry into our mini raffles. We have some surprises for you guys, raffles, giveaways, um, and it's just going to be a great time. So, dear, I'll let you close out if you have anything else you'd like to say. I mean, you said it all. I was actually going to say follow me as well because I'm always posting the flyers. So information, y'all, you can definitely see it on my page because it goes up at least once a day, once every other day. It's it's all over my social media. So I hope to see y'all there. It's going to be amazing. Amazing. Thank you so much, both of you. Thank 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 you. The racial climate scorching out there My heart and mind is tortured, I swear We know it's unfair, but they don't really care 45 ain't here with a dumb, dumb idiot Who don't really give a shit, nah Rather be tweeting when he should be leading Stepping up the country all for no reason Race the flyer, not the world's on fire Under the thumb of Rona gone viral And this orange motherfucker of the people Ain't doing for the people what he needs to Can't wait to paint this sad right in front of your pad And sit back and laugh History, you can't erase it. Black Lives Matter, we built this from the basics. Freedom! You got to have that money, can't pass that spiritual, mental, physical. Freedom! You deserve it, better know you're worth it. Urgent life, death, critical. Freedom! Let us free, turn us loose, let us be, and our truth. Stop killing us, learn how to live with us, everybody wanna just live in the videos. It's so hard to watch how it really goes. It's even worse when you got the law trying to blind you. No, that I know what I saw. What I saw was someone like me underneath that knee, screaming, I can't breathe. What else did I see? A black dog and not being a barber, murdered by a racist cousin father. Not to mention the incident at Wendy's. Plenty black killing got to end it's like modern day lynching. See a nigga shoot a nigga just for flinching. This a real pandemic, COVID. And it's not that simple to just get over it. And they can play that card because they hold it. And the sad thing about it is they know it. Talk about the camera, pointing and staring. Starting some shit up, then play the victim. Put the call to Popo, knowing they can go so wrong in a second. And she'll be protected. Crocodile crying, cold don't give it to face lying. Knowing she's privileged. It's unfair, but it really is. Oh, why do I have to fight so hard to simply
getting better and it's feeling bigger all the time. Whenever we're up and living it up together, need you to know you turn me on from the depths of my mind. Will you catch me when I fall?
Levante West, yeah. Levante, Levante. Thank you, background Betty. (laughs) Thank you, background Betty. (laughs) Wow. Okay. Like I said, (laughs) shout out to Vernell. That's the name I know now. Okay. Good Lord. Hi, Aaron Fraser. <laughs> oh man. So yes, it's just a lot going on in the world, a lot going on in my house. A lot of stirring, man. A lot of stirring. But you know what? There's a lot of good stuff going on. I mean, just yes, think about is. you know, what's going on at the true the true lounge. You know, so many positive um uplifting events going on down there. Um yes, yes. Harlem. We got the Juneteenth Festival getting ready to kick off um, in the basement. Oh, and I, before I forget, um, still here just to let you all know that um, Wednesday night, because I knew that Therese was going to try to push my button. No, well, hold push on. the button. Hold on. Then, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. It's, 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 not a, it's not a. Let me turn you up a different way. Let me turn you off. Okay. (laughs) No. It's not that I push your button. It's just that you are absolutely probably the only person well, no, there's another person too, but not like you. You're different. That wraps yourself around the politics of the people and have a have a perspective, and I love 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 when Nathan also joins too. That's why Nathan is coming on Wednesday night. Bam, because the two of you together. Because you know, I I consider myself the the renegade of both of you, and I sit there because it has to make practical sense to me, and I and I've learned so much from listening to you guys with regard to this. Because my system, honestly, there has I, no room for the shenanigans. Well, yeah, I under, listen, I understand this about myself. My system has allergic reactions to bullshit. It has allergic reactions to bullshit. I physically almost convulse about it. So it's kind of like when I'm trying to process it, it just doesn't land for me. And you know what? I'm glad that you said that because Bill Barr spelled it out exactly. He said, this is all bullshit and he was done with it the whole damn four years the whole term was bullshit he went along with all of it up until that part he okay we're taking it too far now he went with all of the bullshit that led up to this moment and you can't do that and and what gets me and and the thing that let's let's not 
lose sight of two two facts here. And okay. this is this is where my brain goes. Yes, Number thanks. one, you knew it was bullshit. You quit and you didn't say anything publicly about this being bullshit. Okay, let me let me pause you for a second because could it have been that you know like there's always a moment, right? when you are going on about your day and then you're hit with something that you have to process, even though your brain says, what the fuck, right? Your brain says WTF, but your mind has to sync up. Is this what I'm hearing? Sometimes you flip it off other people to compare it. Did this just happen? And then you're stuck with how to respond. Okay. This is a grown ass man. Who was the attorney, the United States Attorney General? That that's, is. That's also a, a shackle. I understand that. Well. But he quit that job where he was the attorney for the people, not Do they for. Sign NDAs? Do they, like, no, what, what? no, 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 no. So he, he knew that this was a lie two years ago. So I grant you that there may have been a moment where he was like grappling because he believed in all the bullshit up until the point where he no longer believed in it. But his yeah. job was to call bullshit bullshit. That was okay, his job. Let me ask a question. Let me ask a question. Have you ever been on a gig? And this is to the audience as well. And I'd love to hear your feedback on this. Have you ever been on a gig where you were sitting or you had the privilege of sitting in rooms to make decisions and you knew it was a bunch of bullshit but could not come back to work the following day, could not be seen publicly saying certain things. Like at what point do we make a decision? Okay, so I have been in a position where... Boxes, please, please, I need y'all to. Yeah, I have been in a position where... A decision was made that negatively impacted some people, some people's lives. It was my job to um, represent the wrong opinion. An opi- let's just say an opinion that was not mine. Okay? It was my job to do that. And so what I did was I told the truth. On the way out? No. As I did my job, I just told the, you ask me the question, I tell you the answer. In a court of law, I told the truth and nothing but the truth. Because my opinion had no... Nobody was asking my opinion. Like, Javon, what do you think? And if they did, which I really don't recall, maybe they did, because my opinion back then was worth something. It doesn't seem to be worth much now, but it was worth a lot back then Um, in some cases, you know, in some certain situations. I probably would have said I'm not here to testify about my opinion. These are the facts. Even okay. if you give us that, 
Here are the facts. There is no evidence anywhere of any fraud in this election, period, end of discussion. Yes, I have notified the president. There is no, yes, the president, after the 60 court appearances. But they let him do it. And anybody outside of Fox News would have allowed him to come on their show and say the truth. He could have put a, a post on YouTube, and it would have went viral. He could have done anything. He could have. Would, he, he's a grown-ass man. Who's going to stop him? This is the truth, period. You had an opportunity. There are others in that camp who had the opportunity to do it, and what they did was they wrote a book instead of saying to the public, because they're, they're still, even though they know it's bullshit and shenanigans and could ruin whatever piece of country we got, it, it still was more important to them that they make some money. So so that was one thing. Um, LeVon wants you to repeat the question. The question was, to everybody in the audience, have you ever been on a job where you knew stuff was basically wrong because we're trying to compare it to why Barr that knew he, that knew this was all bullshit stayed and didn't say this to the American people. And and I was trying to figure out were there NDAs involved, you know, was there a moment of trying to sync up the fact that this was wrong? Like I would love to know. I'd love to be able to ask him these particular questions. Like Bob, you knew this was all shenanigans, and you could say bullshit in the end enough to quit. What did you experience in the whole time you were there that you could not speak about, or you did not, chose not to speak about? Not until he was subpoenaed, and he agreed. Now, a lot of them have been subpoenaed and are refusing to, to testify. Some of them have been arrested for refusing to answer to the subpoena. They would prefer. They are so deep in this mess. These and people. You know, you know what's interesting about it. It was too, another point like, I had. I don't remember what it was though. So the question to everyone is: Have you ever been in a position locally? Have you ever been in a position in your own life? And if you, if so, what was it? If you can talk about it, or if you could chat about it, what was it, and how did you handle it? Yeah, and if you quit. And did not sign an NDA, why didn't you then spill the beans? Or did you spill the beans? And let me tell you something about NDAs, please. Please understand that when you are signing an NDA, you have the right to write when it expires. You just put the date by your signature line. From this date to this date. That is it. And then there, there is the argument of executive privilege for some things. But remember that he was not acting as the president's personal uh, – he was acting like the president's personal attorney, but that is not the, jo- the job of the U.S. attorney general. So there's no executive privilege there. He can't, of, he can't okay. say, oh, oh no, well, I, was, I, I knew this, and any conversation I had with the president was, you know, exclusive due to executive privilege. Can't say that. Because you're not supposed to be in the president's ear like that. Listen, and, and I told y'all before he left New York City, 
and I'll tell you again, Fuliani. Oh, I knew this the, again. A, like I was saying, like I was saying before earlier on, you got to be careful about people's karma that you run into by association. I could just be walking down the street with someone that has got karma, and now all of a sudden our karma is connected. Hmm. Donald had his own karma from his history of bullshit, and so did Fuliani. And the two of them together was a combustible energy. Yeah, this is. I think the the next couple of sessions that if if this was good that what we saw this was just the beginning because I think they're gonna have like three or four more of these. So then, what do we do after? We got enough to throw them under. What are we doing? I don't know what we're doing, but I think. So I'm I'm looking I'm trying to. As always, I try to see the other perspective, and I think that's what you um, look for from me. Like, it's not necessarily mine, um, but it's my understanding of what it is that they're doing. So, LaVon answers your question. Yes, it is my nature to speak up. I've done so in-house. I didn't wait. In most cases, it caused a rift in work relationships and discomfort. At the end of the day, I can look myself in the mirror, and that's all I care about, LaVon B. And and that's me too. You know, you, I mean, one of the things I I, I depending on what they um, do in the next hearing for our next. Um, for our next show, which we we will be broadcasting live Wednesday night because Nathan James is going to come through, and it should be a good one if you're interested in the yep. politics of the day. The politics um, of the day. Politics. <laughs> um, the um, you know, I'm going to try to put some video up, especially this one scene where Barr was being questioned about some shenanigans during that term and he was like I don't recall so are you saying you don't remember hmm that word I don't remember I don't he was it was it was ridiculous it it was like if 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 this if you are the attorney general and you can't recall you don't need to be the attorney general you know um, LaVon says, plus, I love a challenge. I'll wake up early every day for a good fight if I believe in something. And that's because, sweetheart, you stand up for what you believe in so that you don't fall for people's nonsense. I'm sure you are worthy. And there's a, there's a, there's a stirring of sorts when you believe in something because it's supported by things that are tangible. Like you yeah. just can't keep making up lies about folks and then think you're not going to get caught. Because when you do get caught, you can't be a victim. Yeah. So this is so this is what I hope. I don't know, but this is what this is. Okay, this is what I think, and I can't predict the future. I don't know the way things have been going. I'm probably wrong, um, and maybe even a little bit naive to think that anything is actually going to happen. However. If it should happen, this is my thinking as to why it took so long and 
well, I don't know why it took so damn long. We should have did this. What they're doing right now, I feel like they should have been doing a year ago, but whatever, right? Had they initially or, or if they right now put the orange guy in some silver bracelets, that that whole portion of the country would be going crazy and even some other some of other people would be going crazy like oh maybe it was just political and oh this is terrible and oh this has never happened before that a former president has been put in handcuffs and oh they just made up stuff There's so so i think what they had to do was be able to lay it out in such a way that even, like you said, even his supporters and followers and believers could understand that, A, he knew that he had lost, and he lied to y'all. Yes, he did. Yes, boo-boo, he did. Okay? It was a lie, the whole thing. All that you fighting and rolling in the ground and shouting and, and putting stickers on your face and on your body, whatever, you've been bamboozled yet again. You've been hoodwinked and let astray. But can I say this, though, Javon? We forget, because, you know, and, and thank God we don't have the capacity to think like them because we'd be just as fucking sick. Mm-hmm. But we forget that people that are committed, committed to misunderstanding, it doesn't matter what you put in front of them. Exactly. They exactly. are committed to their misunderstanding. They are committed to this 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 bunch of exactly. crap. And I'm, I'm learning, like, I didn't think anything, like, I've never done good with liars throughout my entire life. I think that they are, they should be punishable by something, right? So this level never appealed to me. You are lying. You are obviously lying. Right. It is not fun to watch. You look sick in doing so. You look sick. You know, and just the whole, like, I didn't know, I don't know if I could watch the whole thing out. I'll see, because it just, I found that it stirred, particularly when the police officer, the female, was, you know, I could see her pain in recanting what occurred that day, particularly in the questions that were asked of her right while she was, you know, live aired. Um, Although it was taped, but I'm just, you know what I'm saying, you know, when, when they asked the question, like, simple question, like, how are you? You know, you could see that she barely, she barely blinked her eyes when she was talking, you mm-hmm. know, and you could see there was some level of trauma. And then watching her get rattled by that, it was, it's just crazy to watch. Yeah. And, it, and that, around that time, it was high anxiety, you know, for the country and folks that were watching. And, you know, and we're not just like 9-11. We, a lot of us are barely healed from that. Barely. Kicking COVID, yeah. you know, and yeah. kicking insurrection and all the stuff that was going on. And you got grannies in their house shaking, you know, oh, I was really scared. I was, I was this, I was that. You ain't scared. You know what I mean? Like, you're not, it, it, this is perpetuated on the American public. And I really do think that, you know, I don't know how many, I don't know if we have enough folks to have. But at the end of the day, it's difficult to watch. Yeah. Oh, when you, hey, when you volunteer lives to others, gives power remission. I have yes. Freshman says yes, just that. And and so, what I'm hoping again is that they believe that they had to spell it out. So in a way that the average American could 
see exactly what happened, where the illegality of it was, how he was the puppet master in it all, just like any criminal empire, in order to get to the Don, you have to show how it was the Don's orders that got Two-Tooth Willie shot in the back alley. You know what I mean? So, can they charge him with the murders now? Or can they charge him for the, well, the assault? We, they still have to finish spelling it out. So that, I mean, like, with what it, with what, if I was a, a believer of, of his lie, that he won and that the election was stolen, probably would walk away from this saying, after I really let it digest, let's just say. And let's just say I was open because, again, it's easier to con someone than to um, get someone to believe that they've been conned. I'd really have to digest like the that. idea that he knew that he didn't win. I'd have hmm. to, I would have to take some time to really understand that because I thought that he really won. But he knew he didn't win. I'd have to believe that that piece of the lie first. A lot of people are not going to believe that piece of the lie, even though they've seen this, right? But it had to be played out like in a courtroom. This is the evidence that he knew. He was told by this one. He lost in court. He lo- Even his daughter says she believed that he didn't win, right? And then what happened? The Proud Boys were going there to the Capitol before he told everybody to go to the Capitol. How did the Proud Boys know to go to the Capitol? Well, they have to spell out now the rest of the plan. Even though they started and they talked about it a little bit, they have to spell out how they know it was his plan. They have to spell all of this out for the public to understand that this coup was his. It's like that that, um, that officer said, that she woke up after she was knocked unconscious in a war zone where she was slipping in people's blood, the blood of American police officers. And this was, this was perpetrated by domestic terrorists. On camera, posing selfies in one of the most heavily secure, allegedly heavily secure areas of our nation, broad daylight for us all to see. Yes. So stay tuned. Everybody check us out on Wednesday night. I'm sure that Nathan, especially now that he is the president of elections in Philadelphia, and there's a lot of shenanigans going on in Philly right now, um, in Pennsylvania overall. And just an FYI, if you hadn't heard, um, one of the guys, the Republican candidate, for um, governor of Pennsylvania is saying that should he become elected, he will overturn abortion and he will institute, institute don't say gay in Pennsylvania. His ass ain't going nowhere. So let's just pay attention, and this is why elections are important. Vote. Vote, vote, and make sure if you in Philly, make sure this dude don't win, okay? <laughs> Please. 
And if you're on the east side of Harlem today, you might get a pop sighting at 116th Street Festival, celebrating Uepa, Puerto Rican pride all weekend. Shout out to my Boricuas. Exactly. So, you know, pop, be safe, have a good time, you know, um, yeah, just, 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 just be safe. (laughs) We love you. Wash some little hands. Yeah, right? Wash your hands. Wash your hands. See y'all later. Peace party people. Love. Hate. Men. Women. Community. People. (laughs) Music. Me. (laughs) I know it's going to say I'm retarded at the end. Go ahead. Church. Yuck, ew. Go ahead. Sex. Memories. (laughs) Javon, you up. (laughs) All right. Lyrics. Oh, work. Musical. Genius. Billie Holiday. My mama. (laughs) Money. Tragedy. Shaka Khan. Girlfriend. Personality. People don't have it. But we try. Thank you so much. <laughs> Hello, this is Mickey Howard, and you're in the basement with Javon and Therese. Hi, this is Mason. You're in the basement with Javon and Therese. Perfect. over some of your favorite movies and I'm at brunch in the basement with uh, Therese and Siobhan. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.